welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Grandmaster Craig. Hello everybody, how you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I'm newly promoted Deputy Grandmaster Craig Greca. I'm a 7th degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a 5th degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art. I'm a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over three years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. So anyways, uh, today's example um, comes from us from the Karate Kid. Uh, when you are training with a big goal in mind, like Daniel did in the Karate Kid when he's training for the tournament, you have a short time to get ready. and you have intense training in order to catch up and get ready for the goal. At the beginning, you feel like you are so behind. And I'm sure Daniel LaRusso did in the uh, first Karate Kid movie. So, anyways, our topic today is so behind. Okay, so behind. Now, a little uh, personal history on this. Um, every major black belt exam that I've ever taken... I've always felt like I was behind in my training because of the high expectations and high performance level that I always wanted to maintain. Uh, this has been more and more true as I've gotten older. Nowadays, I feel as though if I stop training, I fall behind. And in so many ways, that is true. So today, uh, in examining our work task, uh, we will uh, talk about how to uh, catch up from being so behind in your training. Okay. First of all, the key is to always be training both in mind and in uh, physical. Okay. Um, I uh, put down a joke here that, uh, you know, from the uh, Mandalorian, um, this is the way. Okay. And I did that because as a martial artist, this is one of the gifts that we give you in teaching and learning martial arts. Okay, we give you a system that you can use to evaluate different parts of your body and to always maintain, you know, uh, uh, muscle imbalances and uh, flexibility and strength. So, um, a whole body system of training. Okay. We look at flexibility, strength, and coordination, and we do a checkup on all those. Okay, I've I've, always, I've often told uh, my students that um, when they're not training at the at the uh, in the class, that they should work on their flexibility and strength. Okay, uh, because those are two things that will hold them back in the future. Okay, um, and then we can work on the coordination stuff in class. Now, of course, sometimes we do work on the flexibility and strength in class, but um, it would take us too much of the class time to do that, okay? So sometimes we do and sometimes we cannot. So it's always good to be doing it at home. Now, um, bodybuilders also do the same thing, okay? Uh, people that do weightlifting um, tend to, you know, know that like, hey, I need to get back into the gym. I need to do upper body, or I have to do all my push exercises, or I have to do all my pull exercises, 
or I have to do chest and triceps, or I have to do back and biceps, or I have to do legs today. They keep like a mental checklist in their head of what they are rotating in their training. So martial artists are like bodybuilders in that respect, except for they have a different goal in mind. And their goal is performance and the flexibility that you need in order to do that. Okay, so we have performance in mind. And I'm sure there's other sports out there that are the same way, okay? Uh, kind of like swimming is one of the best examples. You know, you can go to the gym, you can run on the treadmill, you can lift weights, but ultimately you have to be in the pool, okay? Um, in our work task, we always talk about some kind of work task that can help us to strengthen our martial art training. And I put down a note here that... Um, there is also room to do your Mr. Miyagi type work to build strength and endurance. Okay? So um, that kind of work is usually grunt work like building, painting, or yard work. Work that you can walk and work out while getting something done. Okay? And that's, that's always been the, um, the, um, the basic concept behind our podcast is um, you know learning martial arts through everyday work thus creating life around you increased productivity in a better world okay so instead of just making yourself better you know by working out and getting in shape you also can help your home your business and your community by making sure that you're you know making things better okay and that's always important, okay, so that you can find a balance between the, uh, the work that you do and the workout that you do, okay? Um, in our martial art practice, okay, we talk about first the physical training that you do um, besides your, um, your, your grunt work that you did in your Mr. Miyagi type training. Um, you know, like today I may end up... Um, painting a little bit of the bathroom um, and that'll be part of the, the grunt work that I have to do because I have to climb the ladder and, and, uh, and all that. So, um, Our physical training, one of the things you can do is you can do uh, many, many squats throughout the day. Okay, I, I do this when I'm at work here. I, um, I walk around. And I, uh, in fact, I did uh, 10 mini squats before I started this podcast. Okay. Uh, squat's a great exercise to get everything in your lower body strengthened. It's a um, multi-joint exercise. It works a lot of muscles. Um, so it's a great thing to do. So uh, sometimes, uh, you know, as I've gotten older, though, it's been a little hard on sometimes the knees or um, when I do a lot of bike riding or, or walking, um, sometimes I can feel it more. But it's an, it's an important exercise to keep the quads and hips and back and glutes all strengthened. Okay, so do mini squats throughout the day. You can count them too just to get some kind of uh, reference point where you're at. You know, if you do five, you're like, oh yeah, I did a lot today. You know, and uh, that's not good. But if you're doing 50, like I told my students last night in class, I said make sure you do 50 uh, reps of some kind of calisthenic, you know, every day. And I said that's not hard to do considering we just did 35 in class. So all you got to do is another 15 and you're good. 
okay? It's just a way to track it to make sure that you're being accountable, accountable with your, your martial art training and your strength training. So anyways, um, another way to do the physical training is to, um, to do flexibility checks with walks. Now this is something that a bodybuilder probably would not do, okay? Um, like when I work during the day, uh, one of the things I do is I, when I walk around, I'll stop for a second, maybe um, uh, stretch out my calf muscle, and then stretch out the other one, um, and then walk around a little bit and do more stuff, and then I'll, um, you know, maybe grab the uh, the railing and pull back to kind of stretch out my back and stretch out my lower back and stretch out my shoulders, and then I'll walk around a little bit more doing stuff, and then all of a sudden I'll, I'll like balance and grab my ankle and stretch out my uh, quad um, a little bit by bending the knee, okay. And then I'll walk around and do like, you know, arm, shoulder stretches um, just to keep loose, keep flexible, okay? So that's what I call flexibility checks, okay? It's very important to do that because if you get a uh, tightened muscle, a tight muscle can be a hurt muscle later on. So in a martial arts, you can't really kick or punch if you have tight muscles. So that's important. So make sure you do flexibility checks throughout the day, no matter what you do. If you sit at a desk, Stand up, do some flexibility um, checks, you know, maybe use the restroom, come back, uh, take a walk during lunch. Um, I don't have that kind of problem because um, every job that I do is very active. So I'm usually always getting about 15 to 20,000 steps a day. But depending on what job you have, um, you may have to do that. And then another thing, too, in your physical training is you can use unconventional things to lift weights, okay? For example, um, when I'm around at, at work, I will grab a brick or two, and I will uh, do different exercises with it, whether it be military press, uh, tricep extensions. Um, I, I do punches with them. Um, I do upper uppercuts with them. Uh, sometimes I do uh, you know, bicep curls as well. I do different things, back exercises too. Um, because they're light, I can do a lot of repetitions and uh, really get kind of a workout. Okay? So you can find anything. I've even used a water bottle before. I know it's not that heavy, but if you squeeze a little bit as you bring up the uh, the weight, you know you can sometimes get a little uh, a little uh, extra out of it. Also, to find exercises that you can do while standing up instead of lying down. Now, a lot of the uh, bodybuilding type exercises like bench, uh, flies, incline, decline, stuff like that, are all and, and abs are all done. Ab work is all done laying down, okay? So um, you don't have that luxury when you're working or doing yard work outside or working around your business. You don't have that luxury, so you have to figure out how to modify any, anything you do lying down. Can you do it um, standing up? Is there a stand-up version that you can do, okay? Uh, like, for example, um, a lot of back work is done um, on your knees or, on a or one knee on a bench. Um, you can do that by just kind of uh, bending over or do it stand up, like standing upright rows. You can do that as well. Or ab work, you can, uh, you can bring your knees up, do some high knees, and that will work your hip flexor and your abs as well. Okay, so that's a way to do abs a little bit while you're standing up. Um, another martial art practice you can do is you can do squat kicks. Okay, so when you're doing your... Uh, your kicks, you can do a little mini squat first before you do a kick. Now that adds a lot more intensity to the kick 
okay? But it helps to get a little bit more of specificity of training because you're, you know, you're doing a little mini kick to kind of engage the ankle, calf, knee, quad, um, quad and also the, uh, your thigh and um, the hip. You're getting, you engage all that, and then you do a kick, especially with the support leg. And that teaches you, too, for those people that do kicks that don't use their support leg, that's not a very good way to do a kick. Okay, I know as I've gotten older, sometimes it's been a little easier for me uh, to do a kick without using the support leg. I, I, I acknowledge that because, you know, it increases the intensity, okay, it makes you work more, uh, so it makes it, makes it harder to do, but you don't get a very powerful technique when you have a straight support leg, okay? So a lot of martial arts do that. They think it's stable. It's not really that stable. It just makes it harder to generate power, okay? It's a little physics for you. Now, as far as the, uh, the mental training in the topic, so behind, okay? That's our topic today is so behind, okay? How can you catch up? Well, first, there is peace in working and exercising at the same time, okay? Um, I have an uncle that works a lot. He has worked a lot his whole life, but he never really did the, the workout, stretching, you know. I, he's doing it more now um, because he has to and, and because his doctor probably told him to. But um, I see him going to the rec center and I see him walking more and I see him stretching more and all that stuff. But you have to make sure that you make time to working out when you're working. You can't just work all the time. There's people at my job that, uh, that work all the time and they tend to get really, really, really tight, really, really sore. They start getting more of a hunch back looking uh, uh, posture, you know demeanor. They don't bend as much. They don't twist as much. Um, they're kind of like turn into, um, well, the back, lack of a better word, uh, they turn into more like a troll, okay? Like you do from fantasy, uh, um, you know, fantasy like the Dungeons and Dragons type stuff, they turn into a troll. It's, they're very knotted, they're very muscular, but they don't, they can't move. They don't have any freedom of movement, okay? So you have to make sure that you're exercising, even, even when you're working, okay? Um, and then when you're not working, of course, getting some kind of level of activity in uh, to stretch and to strengthen a little bit, okay? And uh, I used to be a big fan of the uh, American Ninja Warriors. I used to watch that pretty regularly. And they always show the different contestants um, doing their different life jobs, whether they are a cowboy working on a farm or they're a cement worker or working at a retail store. They always show them uh, doing workouts while they're doing their work. You know, like, so if they're a cowboy, they're, like, jumping hay bales and, and lifting um, things. If they're a cement worker, they're doing uh, bicep curls and back work by lifting cement. If they're a retail person, sometimes they're in the break room lifting up their legs, um, doing dips or something like that. Or if they're a teacher and they're doing the same thing. And people usually cheer them on. Um, I actually do the same thing. Um, I uh, work out like American Ninja Warriors do when I'm at work, just so I, you know, sometimes when it's not busy, you know, I like to keep myself physically and mentally challenged, you know, and sometimes certain jobs are not that physically or mentally challenging to you, so you have to do something to occupy your time and to also 
to continue to grow. So just like a bodybuilder, you have to keep a mental checklist of what you worked on last time and know what you're going to work on the next time you train or work. Okay, so like for example, if I did a lot of upper body work, maybe next time I would focus on the lower body. And that's an easy separation, you know, upper body, lower body. That's an easy separation for beginners. Okay, I did all my upper body. And, and as I've gotten older, that's been better because it gives my upper, upper body a day to rest. And then same with my lower body as well. Okay. Um, but you also can also, you know, if you're going to do a lot of one exercise, like doing a lot of chest and triceps, then what you can do is you can uh, split that up with the back and biceps. So you're doing your pull exercises later. Um, you can also, too, do that with the legs, um, do the combination work, you know, all the big muscle groups first, and then another day of legs, do all the hip abduction, abduction, and um, calf raises and stuff like that later. You can also sort it out by big muscle groups, smaller muscle groups, or multi-lever exercises, single-lever exercises. You can do that, too, just to kind of give some variation. Um, Mentally, always be engaged in your training, okay? So you want to mentally always be engaged in your training. Like, for example, I've already done 100 reps worth of calisthenics this morning. Um, yesterday, I did about 600, okay, just to give you an idea throughout the day. Um, some days, like, for example, um, my wife and I will uh, go to the um, park and we'll do a, uh, like a four-mile or five-mile walk. And we'll bring weights with us and we'll do about, you know, 12 or 1300 exercises while we're walking, okay, or bike riding. So that's a way to, to keep in shape. And those days are a little bit, a bigger day. So I have to rest a little bit more the next day, which brings me to my next point, which means you also have to have structured rest time. So there's times where you have to go, hey, I'm just going to rest, okay? And when you say that, it's deserved because you're working so hard all the time. You deserve a rest, okay? You deserve a rest. You, you deserve to treat yourself a little bit and just uh, have a little rest time and binge a little bit. Maybe binge a show or um, relax outside, soaking up some rays. So you want to make sure that you do that, okay? And this is how you stay moving forward so that you don't get so behind. Okay, so this is how you stay moving forward so that you don't get so behind. Okay, now when I wrote my podcast, I didn't uh, put an update in here. And one of the things that I can say with confidence is that um, I talked about this concept of being so behind. And I know that younger people can, can bounce back a little quicker than, than uh, older folks. And I can report that, um, you know, I, I took a little bit of time off. Um, of my training um, when I was doing when I was building the studio here because um, I owned the building and I uh, renovated it so I, I only had a certain amount of time per day so um, I would only spend about seven or eight hours doing the construction and I would spend the other six or eight hours going to another job to make money while I was doing the construction so I was spending about uh, you know between 12 and 16 hours a day working. So I didn't get a chance to work out as much. And I noticed a serious decline in my ability to lift my leg up for kicks. Okay. Because I've always been kind of like, you know, if I do like a, a, a hook kick or a spinning reverse hook, uh, hook kick, or they call it a swing kick as well, 
um, I could hold up my leg when I got done. So after I got done flying all the way around, I could still have my leg held up like in like a poised position and then put it down. But when I was getting ready to test for my um, for my next belt here, before I started really seriously getting ready and trying to catch up, I couldn't do it. You know, I, I couldn't lift up my leg that long, and I couldn't lift up my leg that high. And I'm happy to report that I, that you know over the course of the the last you know five or six months, I've I've caught up, and I feel like I was before um, I took that year and a half off of my continuous training. Now, I still taught class a little bit here and there, but you know I didn't do it myself as much, and that's the the bane of every martial art instructor is to teach it and not do it. So trying to keep up, um, and I feel a lot better. I want to keep it up, keep maintain what I have. And I just let you know, like, you know, I took a year and a half off. It took me six months to catch up. So it's not something you can bounce back in a month, um, at least not with the schedule that I have. You know, between all the commitments that I have, the life work balance, it's hard to do that. So you have to make sure that you're doing it on a regular basis so that you can keep, keep going and keep moving forward. Okay, when you get older, you have to have more rest time and more heal time and more stretch time. So, anyways, let's wrap things up a little bit. Um, the technique of the week, the technique of the week, is the mini squat for stronger kicks. So, doing a mini squat kick for stronger kicks is our technique of the week. The martial art philosophy tip of the week: there is always something to work on. Okay, so when it comes to your physical and mental training, there is always something to work on. Okay, so you can figure it out when you're sitting at your desk. You can do some calf raises, or you can do some, uh, you know, um, some arm lifts or some uh, bicep curls. There's always something you can do. Okay, and last but not least, our secret phrase of the week. Okay, I got this from the movie Bloodsport, so it's a little bit funny, but. Uh, Actually, I got it from Enter the Dragon first, um, but uh, that's where he got it from. But the secret phrase is, brick, don't hit back. Brick, don't hit back. Okay? So anyways, um, I hope you enjoyed our podcast today. Remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and your rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Grandmaster Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.